Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. Alex Rogan lives in a small trailer park in the California mountains. He has a dream to go to college. You guys think I'm going to hang out here watch you shine your pickup? Forget it, man. I'm doing something with my life. Start a career. You really are leaving here, aren't you? Of course I'm going away. We're both going away. Both of us, Alex. And most of all, to get out. Don't get your chance. Important thing is when it comes, you got to grab it with both hands. Then, one night, a mysterious stranger offers Alex an opportunity he never dreamed of. Who are you? I'm Centauri, and you may... No, you must trust me implicitly. Get in. Nothing Alex Rogan has ever imagined could prepare him for what he is about to experience. Uh Hey! Why was Alex chosen? And will he ever return? Where are we going? Trust me. You're gonna love it. Love it! Look out! Oh, dear! The Last Starfighter. His adventure in space is about to begin. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Hello there. How do? You? Hello. How are you? What up? What up? What up? Uh, nothing. <laughs> you ready to review a shitty movie? Uh, I don't know about a shitty movie. But it's not. Uh, yeah. It's it's mm. not totally a shitty movie. It's actually better than I remembered. I remembered liking this as a kid. Um, I do remember liking it as a ki- as a kid, and I I thought I remembered 
as an adult watching it back uh, a little bit and saying, man, this is not that good. And I watched it today, and uh, it was better than I remembered. Well, and that's we'll get into that. Uh, the movie we're reviewing is The Last Starfighter from 1984. Right. Uh, this, this was my challenge to Joey in response to our previous review of War Games. Yes. Now, um, what I find funny is that um, I challenged you this from War Games because of the link of video games, but right. there's also a link between this film and the one we did before War Games, Chopping Mall. Oh, there's a in link that, between this and Chopping Mall? In that each of, the, each of those films has an actress from Night of the Common in it. Oh, that is right. Look at well, actually, that. Te technically, Chopping Mall has two, but... Technically, it has two. Yeah, but Lost Last Starfighter also has, um, what's her name? Uh, Mary Mag Stewart Math Masterson. Catherine Mary Stewart, you mean? No, no. It's Mary Stewart Masterson? No. Catherine Mary Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. Who, is there, there there's a, a Mary Stewart Masterson or, or a, there's a Masterson somewhere. That's, it's like a three-name chick. Is that the one from Fried Green Tomatoes? Mary, there is a Mary Stewart Masterson, I think. Uh, yeah, she's from. Uh, no, that's from. She's from. Uh, um, a Life Less Ordinary, I want to say. Life Less. Oh ordinary. yeah, uh, no, no, no. Some kind of wonderful. I meant. I meant some yeah, kind of wonderful. Yeah, and she was also but in Fried Green Tomatoes. Okay. You are correct, but I, I remember her from Some Kind of Wonderful. I always get those two mixed up. I don't know how I got that mixed up with Ewan McGregor's remake of Two of a Kind, but. <laughs> oh, with Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah, I, I, always, I got I, those two mixed up, but... I always get the two of them mixed up, not on looks, because they look completely different, but only on the name, because each one of them has uh, three names. You know, a first, middle, and last, and it it's a pretty good first, middle, and last. It, it, it doesn't sound dumb. It, it actually sounds... Um, it rolls off the tongue very, very, very well, uh, is one way to put it. But I always get the two of them mixed up because they both have, like, two. Both of them have two of the same names, Mary and Stuart. What's the other one? Mary Stuart Masterson, and this is Catherine Mary Stuart. Something like that. I've already forgotten. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Anyhow. <sighs> so how you been, sir? I've been busy. You've been busy. I I've been busy. I have not been busy. <laughs> Usually it's the other way around. Uh, this is true. Um, I am currently not working right now, although that's by choice. <laughs> uh, so, kind of taking a break. But I will be back in a week. Aha! Uh -huh. I'll still be here. My wonderful time right. off will come to an end, and I will be back at work. But anyway, we got sidetracked. Last anyway. Starfighter. The Last Starfighter. Which, when it came out in 1984, it was a big fucking deal. Oh, it was. It was I mean, at least as far as like a family film being released in the summertime. I already looked it up on the numbers. It was a, a, a July release. It cost $15 million and made $28 million. And for 1984, $28 million take, it's a pretty big deal uh, because... 
in looking at the other films released in that month, it was the, let's see, the third highest grossing film for that month. Mm -hmm. So it, it did pretty well. Did pretty well. Now, now, what was the budget again? Fifteen million. So this is, I mean, even back then, that's a low budget. It's a very low budget, and considering that they were using craze machines, I had mentioned this in last week's episode, craze machines to do the special effects. Well, this is this is technically the first CGI. It is film. It is. It was yeah. an experimental. Maybe that's why the budget was low because it was an experimental thing. And mm -hmm. maybe the services of the craze machines and the artists that were doing the CGI, maybe it was just kind of like, uh, let's see what we can do here. Um, so, and, and what's interesting is, even though the film financially was a, a success, not a huge success, but it, it made money, you didn't see a lot of CGI stuff going forward. You Not for a few years, I mean. Let's put it that way. Right. I mean, but, you saw some things that were computer-rendered and things like that here and there, but not to the level that The Last Starfighter had, where anything that was in space, uh, anything that had to do with him flying, that was all CGI. Planets, right. you know, when they're flying by planets and rock formations, which well, that it looked see, amazing for the time period, but if you look back at it, it's like, oh man, that, there's no dimension to any of this stuff. Well, that was, um, when we were watching it, we were paying close attention to see, Holly watched it with me. And okay. uh, I, I told her, so, you know, first CGI, you know, she she kind of remembered it. Uh, like, she, like, she gave me her synopsis, which was, yeah, a kid plays a video game in front of, like, a laundromat, and then she, he ends up getting sucked into space. It's like, that's the movie. Yeah. Not going to argue with details. You're thinking of the right film. Right. So, uh, and the thing is, he plays this game on and off, and he's getting better little by little. It's like, just because I got great at Super Mario Brothers doesn't mean that I'm going to get sucked into a vortex, well, and now I know how to beat King Koopa. Well, but, but <laughs> now, now you're, you're, and you would, but now, now, no, now you're debating the logic. We're not even there yet. No, I Let's... know. Suspension of disbelief. <laughs> I'm there. Don't worry. But, but since you brought up the graphics, I wanted to point out, we started watching it, and I said... Let's, you know, the graphics are going to be bad. So the first real CGI we get is when they get into the flying DeLorean. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you're out of focus, by the way. There you go. Talk to the hand. Uh, there you go. And, um, and like when it flies off, it's like, uh, okay, not great, but it wasn't that bad. <laughs> no. Then the, first, then the first time they showed the spaceships, uh, what are they called again? The, the fighters? Oh, the starfighters. Star Starfighter. Well, I thought they had a different name for it because he's a starfighter. The ships they were calling something else. Oh, uh, the frontier was the enemies, and there's fuck. You're right. No, the frontier. No, the frontier was was the barrier. Well, that was the where frontier. the bad guys were. They were in the frontier. They were outside of the frontier. Right. They were um, in their I uh, Rylos was was where they're from, I believe, but I don't remember what they were called. I thought that was the name of the guy with the tentacles. <laughs> uh, no, uh, no. But uh, anyway, the, the they showed tentacles. the ships. I was like, uh, you know, it's okay. It's not that bad. And they show him flying through space. And then the whole thing where it's shooting, he's uh, target practicing. And like, okay, you know, they're kind of, uh, still first CGI. That's not bad. Pew, pew, then pew, they, pew. 
<laughs> then they fly into the meteor, and it's like, oh, God, no. Yeah, this is no. why miniatures and puppetry worked so well for Star Wars and still holds up. Right. There, there's, like, there's no texture to any of no. the, the... Even when they're trying to show planets and rocks and boulders and whatnot, even the ship itself, the textures are bad on things that need to have textures, like planets and rock and all that. And the ship itself, where it doesn't have any texture, it should, and it's just too smooth. Oh, it's too smooth. That was uh, yeah. That's yeah. like the first generation of CGI, and you can, you can kind of forgive that. But when the when the one enemy ship f- follows them into the meteor and they're flying through the cave, uh, the caves. Oh yeah. How I just said okay, and so why did they just fly into a cartoon? It's like it's it's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, not. It's really bad. And then like they blow it up, and they say oh. Oh, the explosions hurt. Oh no, stop! So it, it's okay. And then when you get to the, like as you get to the climax parts, it's like, oh fuck, this is bad. <laughs> this is bad. So, and that's why this film's kind of forgotten too, because like you said, they didn't do much for the first few years after that, because they're like, okay, back to the drawing board. Then five years later, whatever came out then, uh, near the end of the eighties, like I'm, sh- I, I I don't know what the next milestone was, but the minute they came out, everyone's like, well, yeah, this is it. I think it was Terminator 2. I think we mentioned that last week. I know... Could be, yeah. Uh, I know that Total Recall started doing a little bit of CGI stuff. Uh, but... Not, a, not to the extent that Terminator 2 did. But Terminator 2 is what really kicked off Hollywood to I just grab, grab it by the balls and never let go. I, I can't even, off the top of my head, think of CGI in... in uh, in uh past uh, last starfighter no in the fucking movie that whose title you just mentioned and now my brain says oh, total mars, re- total recall? mars yeah total my recall. brain's like mars attacks mars on earth it's like shut the what's wrong with you yeah a uh, total recall i can't think of any cgi in that film there's a little bit uh, it's a little uh, but, but space stuff little. yeah it's that's not a lot it's not a lot it's mostly yeah. stop motion stuff from industrial light and magic mm-hmm. uh which also uh, is the company? It's George Lucas's company. Stop motion. Yeah, they had a lot of stop motion stuff. Uh, an, an, animatronic stop motion. Yeah, they had a lot of live action. They had a lot of physical effects. I mean, that's well, you got to well, you got to remember the live action stuff. Uh, the live action stuff. There's live. There's stop mo. It's stop motion. That's how it was filmed. No, what are you talking about? What's which? What, what All right, part? So of- let's say, for instance, the scene where. The scene where uh, Schwarzenegger is dressed up as the heavyset redhead woman, and then yeah. he takes the head off and he lifts it up over his head. That's all like claymation stop motion shit right there. That wasn't stop motion. That was stuff. That was actual live prosthetic stuff. That were that live things moving. That wasn't stop no, motion. No, not not that entire scene. Rewatch, oh, no, I, re-watch, I, I, I rewatch the scene. Rewatch the scene. We'll watch the there, scene. There, I'm there sure. is stop motion going on in that scene. No, I totally disagree. I don't think there was any stop motion in that. Yeah, there, at one point, Schwarzenegger's face uh, uh, and all that is like clay. But it, not, but not claymation. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would have to say that it was like a claim. It was a stop motion claymation that, thing that they did. That, that's all practical effects. I totally disagree with that. I don't think rewatch that scene. I don't think I, so. I think this will we will come back to this on the next episode, and okay. one of us will beg forgiveness. <laughs> okay. And I'm almost positive it's not going to be me. Watch now, the scene where he's in the terminal and yeah, I know, he, he I know takes what the head off. About. Okay, good. 
All I remember is practical effects and a really and like a, a shitty like semi blue screen effect, and that's it. Everything else, yeah. I don't remember, there's no stop motion in that. Yeah, no, there's there's uh, a scene where it's not Schwarzenegger; it's a like molded clay thing of his face instead. You're looking it up now, aren't you? No. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, that was it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I do. You know what? You know who I love. I love Otis, who is kind of like the groundskeeper. The uh, he he works with um, Alex uh, on fixing things around the camp uh, or the, it's, the yeah uh, not now, the campground the. Can, uh, I'll backtrack. Trailer to park. Finish, fin- yeah, finish your thought with Otis. But, but I, I like I like Otis. He reminds me of Goldie Wilson from Back to the Future. Where I caught myself more than <laughs> once going, Mayor. <laughs> you know, my my problem was all every time we had a scene, like I, I wanted to end with it. I'm getting too old for this shit. But that's just Mayor, <laughs> Mayor Goldie Wilson. I like the sound of that. <laughs> and this is where he ended up. <laughs> this, uh, like, I will admit that on more than one occasion, probably <laughs> three or four, I did. Here. <laughs> uh, every now and then, like we're watching film, like Holly, Holly will latch onto something that even I'm like, I let it go, let it go. I'm, <laughs> it's not worth talking about. But but we, so we we start at Starlight Starbright, right? Which is the trailer park that they all live. Right in. now, it's a trailer park. We're yes, agreed on that. Oh yeah. All right. Here's the problem, Holly. Oh boy. Uh, she she's pointing out. That's not a trailer park. It's like a vacation thing. So no, it's a trailer park. But they're not trailers; they're campers. It's like, yeah, I know, but they're. She's like, she won't, and she's like, no, they're campers. And then there's this front thing where uh, there's like a restaurant and where they can buy snacks and stuff. This this is not this is not a trailer park. This is a camper park. This is like a vacation spot. I was like, well, they're not vacationing, obviously, they because live you're there. going to sleep. <laughs> it's like, and she's like, all right, I give you that they're saying they live there. I'm telling you, that's not a trailer park. And I have to agree with her. It's not a trailer park. Yeah. In any any kind of traditional sense. I don't know if they are like small Winnebago's that they're uh, campers that they're living in. They're not like full length trailers. Uh, as a matter of fact, three years ago, we rented a log cabin in a, a setting exactly like that. They were with it was campers? with campers. Yeah. Right, but it, but it wasn't. But it wasn't. It was a vacation spot. It was a vacation spot. Right. So she, she, she like wouldn't let that go for like, like the entire opening, <laughs> uh, until she thought she until she thought she saw Kevin Bacon in the back of the pickup truck. I had to rewind that. Says that I guarantee you that's not Kevin Bacon in the back of that pickup truck. <laughs> not happening. <And> I, <laughs> Although the blonde chick is the blonde chick from Weird Science, which was just on last night, and I was like, oh, that's the blonde chick from Weird Science, the one that played the potential girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Which is not your challenge, by the way. I was thinking about it, but I'm like, I like weird science too much to challenge it. Um, now I also, if you look up uh, filming locations in IMDb, right, they give the physical address of Starlight Starbright. No shit. Like the actual, like the street address. And if you look it up on Google Maps, there's like right now, there's nothing there but uh, what looks like Just maybe a garage. Dirt. Oh wow. But nothing else beyond that. Just, there's also there's a gate like that you locked up. Like yeah, don't drive down there. So, so did, did it used to actually be a 
campground trailer oh. park vacation thing, or they did I it for the movie and it. then leveled it. I don't know. I, I part of me doubts that it was, but then part of me thinks, yeah, you know, since they had that big thing out there, like the 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 like the diner or a snack bar out front, right? It's like, yeah, I got a feeling that it is what Holly said it was, but they said, okay, let's just throw some antennas up and pretend it's a trailer park. <laughs> That and that would make perfect sense to me as why it's so weird. And again, with that budget, yeah, right, fifteen million yeah. bucks. You know, they're not gonna they're not gonna build a town in the middle of nowhere like Supergirl. They're gonna find something that looks like a town and just make it look more like a town. That's right. That's absolutely right. Yeah, basically, mailboxes like put the kibosh on anything about it being a a, a vacation spot. So well, true. And that's really a genius way to show that it's not a vacation spot. And for the audience, that's like Holly saying, that's a vacation spot. Put a fucking mailboxes. It, you know what? Someone probably... Well, here's the thing. When I went to the vacation spot, uh, the one we went three years ago, people are actually living there all year round. And they have mailboxes, even though it's a vacation. Because you have the option to actually buy these campers and live there. Right. And other people, like myself, can rent said camper or log cabin and vacation there. So it, it's double. It duels. So mm-hmm. uh, it's not. It's, so she's right and kind of wrong because people do purchase these things and do live there, even though they're campers, not but, you know trailer parks. But th- th- that that was like the first. That was the biggest hurdle as far as suspension of disbelief. The whole thing with flying into space and well, all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, that we had no problem with. So yeah. once we got over that hurdle, it was all good. Although the other thing, though, that Holly brought up was uh, uh, the whole thing is uh, Alex Rogan, the, 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 played by Mr. Guest. Lance Guest. Yeah, and uh, can I tell you, I uh, I love the original movie poster. Oh, the one of him looking straight up? Like like holding the helmet and the clothing, yeah. like he just like got off a bus. I love that poster. Loved it back then. The, the new like covers they have for DVDs now suck ass. Oh, totally. This was great. However, worst tagline ever. Uh. Alex Rogan was a small-town boy with big-time dreams. But in his wildest dreams, he never suspected that tonight he would become the last Starfighter. Did someone Ooh. just give them the voiceover script to the trailer and say, put it on the poster? What the fuck? It's horrible. Yeah, it is terrible. Oh, you know what other scene I didn't like, and this is fast forwarding near the end. The, the um, I got the best tagline for you right now. Okay, go for it. His high score just got higher. <laughs> Done. There you there go. There you go. <laughs> Fucking, I should be making six figures for that shit. Somebody is, but they're pushing yeah. out taglines like the one you just read before. Exactly, and that—that's why there's no God. <laughs> um. But, anyway. uh, but fast forwarding the whole tutorial on how to use the ship was it's like am i playing a video game right now because that's what this <laughs> feels like and then at one point he's like oh this is just like the video game i'm like uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh duh <sighs> well for i guess for the game dan O'Hurley. it's like uh you know two two names when you, if you when you say Family, you know, family film about space battles. Two actors I don't think of: Daniel Hurley and Robert Preston. Right. I told I told Holly Robert Preston's in this. Say like, who? So Robert Preston, the Music Man. The what? 
He was the music man. You know, 20, 76 trombones. The who? He was in Victor Victoria. Oh, oh the old gay guy. Yeah, I got you. It's like, all right. You know, the, just, there is no God. <laughs> get rid of the classics. It's a, yeah, I that's Victor, right. I love Victor Victoria. Don't I get know. me wrong. And, oh, yes. and I'm a huge Robert. And actually, I personally prefer Robert P Preston like in things like that or Finnegan Begin Again or um, that was him, I'm pretty sure. Or um, SOB, which is my favorite Robert Preston. Oh, I love SOB. Oh, I, I just it's one of the, that's one of the few Hollywood insider like comedies that I actually love. Yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah, I haven't seen that in forever. But if you told me Robert Preston and uh, Dan O'Hurley, yeah, we're gonna make them aliens. What the fuck are you talking about? You get to see Julie Andrews' <laughs> boobs in that, right? SLB? Oh yeah, 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 right. Yep. Okay, yeah. Um. And then Dan O'Hara, he's he's like, who is that guy? It's like that that's that's uh that's OCP. OCP. That's the old, that's the old man from RoboCop. That's right. And I was because I'm watching the movie. I'm like, why does this voice sound so fucking familiar? I'm like, answer, yeah. I'm like, holy shit! My movie <laughs> challenge isn't Dan O'Hara, he, but it's Greg. It's the only thing I kept thinking of. When I saw Grig, and I'm like, that this is it. I'm not. There, there's nothing else I'm challenging you to. I'm not challenging you to RoboCop. I'm not challenging you to Weird Science. I'm not challenging you to anything like that. I'm like, I'm challenging you to this movie because of Grig. Because I can't get this movie out of my head. Because he looks just like this other character from this other movie. Now you probably know it already if you really think about it. But uh... moving forward. Here, here's something else that bugged me. Speaking of actors in, in these films, now Dan O'Hurley, he being in this is kind of weird to begin with. Yeah. Now, take a step back and realize that this film has two people that were in Halloween movies, and that's right, two people from Reanimator. Reanimator. Which two from Reanimator? Well, uh, the one off the t that I know for off the top of my head is is. Uh, um, maybe it was one from Reanimator. Uh, he, Al Berry, he's he's the uh, the young scientist. He's the he's oh the, he's, yeah 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 yeah. Okay. He plays a Rylan right. spy. It's like a bit part. That's but right. But then you've got but then like Lance Guest was in Halloween too. And then Daniel Hurley, he obviously he was, was in, in Season three. of the Witch. Yep. Yeah. So I'm I'm like I'm racking my brains. Like, why are all these fucking horror actors in this film? Now the. And I, I'm I'm looking at the director. Uh, I was like Nick Castle. What have you done horror film? Nah, nothing really. I mean, you know, it's it, it, not enough to actually, you know, to make this make sense. And then I, I eventually I clued I clued into it. So wait a minute. It's a low budget sci-fi film. Of course they got low budget actors. What am I fucking? You know, <laughs> these people aren't asking for money. Well, and the fact that it's a Universal film, and Universal has made. Uh, doesn't Universal have the Halloween franchise? Weren't they Is doing? It, I, I believe it was Universal uh, I that never was doing the, the Halloween studios. franchise, and yeah. I believe Universal. Uh, John Carpenter was in bed with Universal for a really long time, so Universal has access to all these actors. Uh, so they probably just kind of borrowed them from their other projects. I, it's just weird because it's just usually when I see that, I'm like, okay, so this guy's and this person is stable. It's like when you watch a John Carpenter film and you see the same guy in five of them. So yeah, I get it. Yeah. 
Uh, and then, or, or you have a director that works with one guy, and then the next film he does, half the actors go with him. I get it. This one was just like, I'm like, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking for like the, uh, the, the keystone and all of this. Like, aha, the writer like wrote all this shit. No, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> he wrote like two other things. Nothing. Um, yeah. Look although he did special effects. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So bad. But, <laughs> but it just it threw me off because I, I just couldn't, I couldn't take my focus away from the fact that I'm, I'm looking at uh, Night of the Comet, you know, Halloween, uh, Halloween 2, Halloween 3, Reanimator. I've got all this shit getting thrown at me. Uh, yeah. So it, 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 it bothered me, but maybe that's because we've been in the 80s too long. So maybe that's part of it. Well, we're, my challenge keeps us in the 80s. Oh, so good. So it's up to you to make sure we get out of it. <laughs> that, that's, that's not a good gamble. Uh, now you I was thinking the, of pushing us into the seventies, not with not with an idea of a challenge. Just before I headed into this film, I'm like, I think we, I might want to push us into the seventies. Let's go back a decade. Now he, here, the when, when you get into the basic plot of the film, I like it. I think it works. I think it's simple, and I think it's a, a great family science fiction film. You know, family film. Uh, uh, Kid, kid in a dead end town, trying to get out of get out of it. Uh, can't get out of community college. What's wrong with community college, by the way? There isn't anything wrong with it. What the fuck's this about? All of Thank his you. all of his friends are going there, and he probably basically lo- he lo- he looks at this shit kicker trailer park town and is like, you know what? I'm better than this. I, I, his 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 issue with staying there at all could have been summed up beautifully if they had added one line. When his mo- when he comes back home after beating the high score in the video game, and his mother says, uh, uh, gives him the rejection letter for the loan, uh, and says, yeah, you know, you can see, now you can stay here and go to uh, community college with all your friends or city college with all your friends. <laughs> I just all they had to do was add the one line. But I hate my fucking friends. <laughs> and you know what? That really? Yeah. What what was this? What was the friendly connection? All they did was like fuck with them, except for like you know the one he's trying to bang, and like they're all just complete douches. It's like yeah, what friends? What are you talking about friends? Right. I I hate all of this. I wish you'd all die. I'm gonna go on a killing spree if I don't get out of this fucking town. And, <laughs> and what was hilarious when he's at the uh, the game, which apparently has been there a little while because everyone knows oh, the about game. the game, yeah. and uh, he's like he's gonna beat Maya. He's going to beat the high score. And everyone crowds around him, and they did everything but lift them on their shoulders and walk him back to his fucking trailer. And he's just kind of like sitting high and mighty. He's like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Got the high score. And it's like, what the fuck? Who fucking cares? And then, and then when he goes back to the, to, to, to the house and the mother is about to give him the rejection letter, he's like, Ma, I got the high score. And her oh, reaction yeah. is what everyone's reaction should be. Oh, that's oh, nice. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> but even even like, you know what? They're gonna say it all started tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> and maybe he was being sarcastic, but no, not really. But I kind of liked that about it too. There's a part of me that should have been yeah. like, ah, this is bullshit. What kind of what kind of, kind of you know everybody crowding around because of one the only video game in town. But I, I like the idea of showing this as a community where everybody there knew each other and and they had this connection. And they all rallied around little things, and just uh, the one shot of like the old guys playing, playing cards around the table, like the high score, and like they they stop the game and, go, and run out. 
I, I, there was something about that I liked. It was almost like, why the fuck do you want to leave? Everyone here right. is like. Well, this, I mean, don't get me wrong. Is, I, I'm, I'm not the, well, a sense of community and all of that. I love, I love the idea of that. Yeah, no, but, and I get, I totally understand what you're saying, and I, and I agree with you. It is fucking <laughs> stupid, but, like for a, I, I like the idea for a family film because we obviously you have kid, little kids watching this. Um, and, and here enters it, uh, Mary Stewart, uh, Catherine Mary Stewart with the uh, Heidi pigtails. The uh, farmer's uh, daughter look going on over there. Oh, oh my! Oh my! Yeah, but I, it, it was a way that to, to kind of communicate that this is a family. This is you know this is he, he has more people that he cares about than just his his mother and and his uh, brother. Uh, and and kind of because that kind of expands to you're fighting to save the world. Well, this is the world because a little kid can't can't can't, ha- can't comprehend what the world is. A little kid can comprehend. A trailer park where everybody's playing a video game. Right. So I, I like that. I thought that was smart writing, or, or at least. No, I'm going to call it smart writing. <laughs> it, it was a good way to do it. I mean, it makes that seem hokey, but that's part of the whole point. Yeah. So definitely. I mean, sure. No, right. I, I, I'm on board. So 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 then with with the screen uh, then with the plot of the movie, since he gets the high score, turns out this video game which was supposed to be in Vegas. Uh, it, w- it was planted by. Um, what did he call it? A- instead, it was supposed to go to Vegas, but ended up in this flea tick of a town. Yeah. I think that's how he described it. Uh, but Robert Preston, whose whose character's name is uh, uh, I forget uh, Centauri. Oh, Centauri. Right. Um, for some reason, I thought it was Alpha Centauri. Uh, for I, I don't know why. I knew it was Centauri, but up until I watched it today, I was like, oh, it's Alpha Centauri. I don't know why I always called him Alpha Centauri, but it's not. It's just Centauri. Now, it's it, what I like is that, if you think about it, Robert Preston is playing the alien version of the Music Man. Yeah, pretty he, much. He's a fucking con- and not even a great con artist, because what he's basically done is he's spent all this time actually getting a video game released in, uh, I, I'm assuming, worldwide, but let's just say in America, probably just along the East Co- West Coast. For the sole purpose of recruiting somebody that technically isn't allowed to be recruited, right? <laughs> how much? How much time and energy was he was spent on that? And how much is he getting paid for a recruit? It it seems like a really shitty con, right? Unless, unless when, he's got this. Unless he's got it going on different planets, like all. And this was just like an offshoot. I don't know. They never gonna, don't, you know. don't get into and, it. And then when he gets the Beta One robot to clone, he clones Alex with a Beta One robot by Uh shaking his hand when he's in the car and Mm -hmm. he comes back to earth because after centauri takes him there and he's like i don't want to go to war no 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 no, no. yeah he's like i don't want to do this take me home and centauri's like all pissed off he's kind of just like man you you know you could be great blah 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 takes him back and he ends up going all the way back to earth there's like this whole 20 minute scene of him going there and uh just being uh you know uh, they're they're doing this whole kind of uh, opening night for uh, starfighters, <laughs> and he's like, "No, nah, I don't want to do this. Take me home." So he takes him home, and he has a conversation with the Beta One robot, and he's like, "Why don't you just go up there and fight?" And he's like, "Well, we're not allowed to." And then they kind of that's kind of it. I'm like, "That's a real shitty fucking reason." Just just making shit. You know what? They could be programmed uh, to fight, and. They're just they're just basically robots that can be destroyed. I mean, at one point he sacrifices himself to well, take I, out 
you know, um, at the the last point, really. Well, yeah. For for him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he's like, you owe me one. It's like, he doesn't owe you shit because <laughs> you're not around yeah. anymore. But the thing is, it's like the fact that he's saying, oh, yeah, I can't fight. We're not allowed to. It's like, yeah, but why? The, why? The, the one problem I have with the beta in this film is that I wish they didn't make him make the beta so human. Yeah, they did because try to go a little bit. You know, I don't know what to do next. What would you do if you were yeah, me? They did that they a little the bit. Fish out of water. Yeah, they played the fish out of water thing, which is which is funny. I'll give you that. But he could have been from, like, fucking Norway, and the same thing could have... That or scene could have happened the same way. Th they could have done the same thing without giving the beta emotions so that it actually feels like a person is killing himself at that part. Now, I get it. It's You're, you're ramping up that kind of... Uh, in intensity and that sure. that uh, emotion that feeling feeling of um impending doom so the fact that somebody's willing to sacrifice himself and and of course uh but w w him doing it doesn't motivate uh alex alex to go back alex has already gone back right so all that does is just remove the remove the need for them to explain hey i'm not really alex which isn't necessary because he comes back and tells them he just went to outer space and came back. They, I think, they'd be okay with the the friendly robot, who yeah. could have stayed afterward. I, sure. Why, why, why kill Beta? And here's the thing: if the movie was hugely successful and it spawned some sequels, guarantee you they would have said, "Oh well, yeah, he, he jumped out." You know, at the last second, you just didn't see it. I, I just feel like, I, I, for a kids' film, I'm like, yeah, we're dealing with enough death and destruction with war and everything uh, and we're alluding to a lot of deaths and we, we saw one death that doesn't actually happen later but still it's a little bit sad but if you're going to have this beta unit and, and go through the trouble of expressing the fact that it's a robot don't give it emotions right let, let just let us play off the humor of it trying to act like it has emotions and like like the, when they come back it's like well why don't you go up the relationship be like I don't care I'm a robot why do I care if the world? Why do why do why do I care if the universe ends? Why, 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 that would have been that, that. Then you're in some like uh, Hitchhiker's Guide territory. That would have been a lot. That would be one thing. I, if they ever remade this, that would be the one thing that they could do to save that character. I, there's no reason to make it. It actually becomes Alex. Yeah. And so then, really, it's just. I just thought it was a waste. Or, uh, you know, the longer I'm getting he... old. I don't want to see people die. I'm getting old. Yeah, or the longer that he stays on Earth, he kind of gets his own personality. Uh, instead of becoming Alex, even though he was cloned from him, he, he, like, does something, uh, let's say, for instance, it's like, yeah, the real Alex wouldn't do that. But he is because he's having all these uh, different experiences. I, I just think there's so much going on with Alex on having him overcome his fear... We don't need to do the same thing with Beta, who's supposed to be comic relief. Right. I guess. There, I mean, there's a subplot that isn't really needed. It's just one motivation to get Alex back. I get that. But you, I just feel like they either should have not killed him and had him stay with this. Like, oh, Alex is going, but I'm still here, guys. Like, but, but like maybe with half his head off. <laughs> yeah. You know? I want, I want to see him, like, with, like, the gears hanging out, helping, helping, um... Helping uh, the old work. guy, Mayor. Oh, Mayor Goldie Wilson. Mayor, Mayor Goldie Wilson. 
<laughs> I want to see. I want to see like the half strip. I, I want him to look like like the Bill and Ted robots at the end, <laughs> helping Goldie put stuff, put, putting up antennas, and like like breaking the the, shit, the the thing in half. Oh, I'm sorry. That would have been. Or just get rid of the emotions, so we don't feel so bad when he kills himself. <laughs> it's just the only minor. Now, killing off all the other starfighters, I'm okay with that. Yeah, you don't really. You, I, don't, you just don't, see an explosion. I'm okay with that. We saw that coming. It's called the last starfighter. How are we going to get there? I'm going to feel that some starfighters are going to die. <laughs> it's the last right. one. Yeah, but but just leave the beta alone. Yeah. Now, all right. Yes. As far as this, as far let's talk about when Alex gets to the uh, starfighter base. Okay. What are your feelings on that? You mean when he first arrives? I mean, like just the whole thing—the the aliens, the setup. Uh... It, it feels like a ripoff of Jedi, like that whole scene where they're they're kind of, uh, you know, working around trying to, you know, uh, defeat the Empire. Sure. It, it felt like you know, white room, aliens. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just it felt too similar, and Jedi had only come out the year before, so. Well, and obviously they're trying to cash in on that yeah. space fighting thing. It just it just felt like they were just trying to cash in on Star Wars in a big way. Good. <laughs> Fuck Lucas. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming you had a different feeling. Oddly enough, Lucas didn't try to sue them for the lasers. <laughs> Asshole. Yeah, well, wasn't that uh, suit uh, in 78 with Battlestar Galactica? That I, I I don't remember the year, but it was around time Battlestar Galactica was actually a thing. So yeah, probably 79, 80. Definitely not 84. Yeah. No, not 84. It was after the first Star Wars. They had he, already he told Lucas, like, yeah, dude, stop it. Yeah, just <laughs> calm the fuck down, make a sequel. Yeah, right. Yeah, make 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 two more films, then you can spend the rest of your career milking those. Okay, calm down, douche. Yeah, totally. Um. <laughs> uh, you know, from a, from a kid standpoint, I thought it was really great. I mean, the, um, you, the instead of making all the the people British, they made them all big heads, oh, and yeah. and then having the different aliens and like, oh, sorry, I stepped on your whatever, and you just I, they were able. I, I like the fact too that they knew, okay, we're gonna have to do all these alien makeup and alien things, so we can make them look really good because they don't have to hold up for more than two minutes tops. Yeah, we're not gonna see them very much. Yeah, all we have to worry about is Dan O'Hurley. That's why we're just going to make him look like a like a, a, a half-cooked slug. Turtle. He's got like a turtle shell for a head. Yeah. Well, it, he does the, the turtle movements, too, because since you can't see his facial expression, being a consummate actor that he is, he really when you watch him, you know that what he's doing is acting with his head instead of his face. Right. Well, so and, he keeps, and, and that's the why fact... That's why he keeps going like... No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, after no I was just going to say, when he laughs, he was doing the losing air... <laughs> a type of laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and and it's like, whoa. He does it like right. five, six times. Yeah, every time he shows uh, a laugh or anything, it, like there's a movement of the head, like, <laughs> you know. Because <laughs> you, you can't see his fucking face, and he knows that. Otherwise, you'd just be staring at this guy talking nonstop. Right. Uh, uh, a lot of different films came to mind when we were watching this, too. Uh, would would uh, O'Hurley, he... Really, enemy mind keeps flashing, especially yeah. when he shows like the like the pictures of his wife and kid. Except, of course, he's speaking uh, in like a very formal English American accent, 
and his family. And he says, like, yeah, we live we live in the caves, but all the pictures are above ground. I guess it was a vacation, which that makes sense. That makes sense. Vacation. Yeah, sure. Um, so, I mean, any mine came to mind for me. Uh, mine as well. Uh, Holly uh, was insistent that when they first walk into the big, uh, when he first, they pull back and show the big command center. And I agree with her. The setup is very similar to the setup of the main uh, headquarters in Men in Black. Oh, that is true. Yeah. Except, except this one's angular, and they have a big wall where, like, you just had the elevators and Men in Black. Other than that, right. same setup. So, you know, that reminded me of that. Also, did you get a did you get a strong Galaxy Quest vibe from this film? We've talked about this even before. Did we? We've talked about this. Not not even. Well, we might have talked about it on the podcast, but I know we've definitely talked about it outside of the podcast. That definitely Galaxy Quest. When Galaxy Quest came out, what did that come out? 99? 98, 99, something You're like the that? You're person. Don't ask me. Uh, we talked about it then when we saw it. Really? I don't like, remember that. We, we, we absolutely talked about it then having a Last Starfighter kind of vibe to it. It really does. We're, you know, oh, I, I didn't. Why am I in outer space? What's going on? I have to save the universe, and not only that aspect, but when they go to the end of the frontier and it's all, it's that net or what that barrier that's just made of like individual things floating in space. Right. And it mainly reminded me of the minefield they fly through at the end of a uh, Galaxy Quest, or in the middle too. Why am I getting a phone call? I don't know. because you didn't turn your phone. No, off. because it's my wife. Hold on a second. I have to take this. Hello. We don't have to take it on the air. I mean, hey. I can. You're on. You're on vacation. Oh, okay. Are they fighting the armada? This is this is a riveting podcast, people. Yes, I'm. I'm gonna come to the boardwalk with you tomorrow. On the boardwalk. On the boardwalk. <laughs> hey, bud. Wow, you sound excited. Do I? Oh, not me. Not you. Damn it. All right. Well, you guys are going to bed? Wow. Okay. Listen closely, folks. Yeah, this this is thrilling uh, podcast uh, audio right now. <laughs> Told my wife to call me at nine thirty, as usual. <laughs> doesn't listen. Okay. Yeah. Well, you texted me and then called me literally ten seconds later. So you know. Good night, bud. I love you. I'll see you both tomorrow. After 9.30. Alright, I love you. I love you too. Alright, bye. Sorry about that, folks. Yeah, I get a text. Uh, putting the kids to bed now. Uh, I'll call and they'll leave a message and I'll call later. That was at 8.50. It is now 8.51. <laughs> and that entire minute was me on the phone. So she texted me and then called me 10 seconds later. Even if I was going to check the text... I would have been interrupted by the phone call. The phone would have rang while you were reading it. Oh, she's going to... What? Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, yeah. Start anyway, sorry uh, about that. Uh, Galaxy Quest. 
Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, absolutely. We were talking about Galaxy Quest uh, having that last Starfighter vibe when it came out, when we saw it, like almost mm. 20 fucking years ago. Uh, I, I mean, it's a simplistic plot with the last... And, you know, there's a childish aspect of the last Starfighter, too. Oh, okay. The, you know, the star, they show the, how this vast uh, um, collection of planets that are all part of this, right. this uh, uh, collective... And like, and then we have the frontier, which which protects us from them. And so, okay, so you've got like literally light years of space, and you built a wall around it. I was like, holy shit, Trump was right. <laughs> Except it was really easy for them to get through the wall. Uh, yeah, it was a little too easy. Uh, yeah, uncomfortably easy to get through that wall. Now, now the the bad guys in the in the film. Uh, I I should have made notes when I'm watching it for the names because Lord Krill, I think, was one. Well, I mean, what, the Rylands. The Rylands were the bad guys. And uh, again, the one problem I have with science fiction and fantasy. Oh yeah, is, that's right. You had Ryland Technician, <laughs> Ryland Burser. Yeah. But it's the fucking names. Sci-fi and fantasy. For I, you know, can't. You're not making it any more real for me by naming everybody something that I can't fucking remember or pronounce. Yeah, but just just it, call him Steve, and we'll we'll just say yeah, Steve is your. They're all speaking English. You don't have a fucking problem with that, right? You're not gonna. You, don't try to explain to me why they all speak English, but make sure that they have a name I can't fucking pronounce. Well, the, they are the speaking, speaking English. They're only no, no, no. you're only hearing English because of his translator. No, no, no. I, I'm saying in science fiction fantasy overall. Overall, fine. Overall, I'm just like. I'm casting a wide net here. Like, if you want... Say, go back to Willow, or uh, even Lord of the Rings. Say, oh, they all speak fucking English. That's great. Oh, it's it's common. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, and in common, they all have names I can't pronounce in fucking common. Yeah, and, and as much as I agree with you with that, I think having the main villain uh, being named Bob sucks. But you know what? You know who didn't go apeshit crazy with, with wacky names? Who's that? Star Wars. Oh, true. I mean, they're different, but, you know, Obi-Wan, Han, Luke. Luke. Yeah. Your hero's name's Luke. Thank you. End of fucking story. Yeah. Leia. Sure. Leia, Vader. Short, easy names. They're not trying to do anything fucking wacky with it. There's not, there's not three X's in the goddamn name. I don't think... I think that's Lucas just being really unoriginal. <laughs> and and, or, and not saying you know what I want to make this as easy as possible, but for one me because I suck. It's probably one of the smartest things he did in that series was make it all like that. Probably yeah. now the whole the whole thing with like uh, the whole idea that there's different languages that, and like there's a common language that everybody speaks uh, and like the or understands the universal language. I think that was just cobbled together by fans after the first three, and then they're like, oh, that's a great idea. We should stick with that rule. But I'm not even sure where it originated. But even that, that works with what I'm saying. So all I'm saying is that that's why I lose track of the fucking names in movies like this. Because, oh, let's, let's, let's call him Grig and Duran. Centauri, which, okay, great. We stole that from, uh, you know, our, our, our solar system. Where did they get that fucking name? Because it's ours. I mean, Centauri is... Come on, really? Oh. Is that from is that is Alpha Centauri? What's what it's called yeah. in our solar system? Is that why I keep calling him Alpha Centauri? <laughs> Ever since yeah. I was a little kid. Exactly. Yeah, it's Alpha. Subconsciously, Centauri. I, I knew some fucking uh, right. 
some yeah, so some so outer space stuff. <laughs> so they give him that name because we want him. We want to be able to recognize him and understand him. But then let's give everybody else stupid fucking names. I I just it's my one pet peeve with sci-fi and fantasy. I apologize for the rant. We can continue, but that's why I don't know who any, what anybody's fucking called because I refuse to keep a fucking tab. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Anyway. I forget what I was saying. Oh yeah, so the bad guys, the Rylans. The Rylans. Uh, you know what I did like about them when the when the one guy every time he's like, it's fucking serious now. He had that little eye deflector and went. Oh. It's like you knew shit was going down. He was fucking serious when that thing and flipped I, over. The whole movie, I, as a kid, I remember like it still burned in the, in the back of my brain. I I was waiting for that one part. What do we do now? Shook. We die. <laughs> Fucking love that. <laughs> and and also the Rylands, I think they look pretty fucking similar to the bad guys whose names in I, I forget last, in Galaxy, in Galaxy Quest. Quest. Yeah, we've talked about yeah. that too. That was one of the things we also talked about. Really? I mean, he should he did he even have like an eye thing? Because I he swear did he have did. he did have an eye thing. Did, I don't believe it flipped over, but he had an eye thing. Yeah, Galaxy Quest. It's it's almost a ripoff. Basically, almost. I still, yeah. Still, I still love Galaxy Quest, but I'm saying, I feel like a little ripped off a little bit. <laughs> and now, now the Rylans are attacking the 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 uh, Federation, whatever you want to call it. Sure, whatever the um, fuck it's called. With the help of the son of the head of the Federation. But yeah, he's gone rogue. Yeah. What now? What was his name again? Um, maybe he was uh, Lord Krill. Hmm. Was he Lord Krill? You know, it's funny. When his floating head was there, all I kept thinking of uh, was Robin Williams from Baron Munchausen. Wow, that's a stretch. And I'm just like, because he kind of had the same kind of hairstyle. It was white, bald in the middle, and I'm just like, his head's floating. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm, let me don't get me wrong. I didn't think, oh, wow, this is exactly like that scene in Baron Munchausen. But I just thought of Robin Williams from Baron Munchausen when this head is floating. <laughs> uh let's see um yeah there's no picture pictures of him <laughs> although the related video uh on his page is that character so it must be him he must have been lord krill um I i'm skimming through some of the, the plot summaries to see if i can cheat but uh but anyway uh anyway i believe it's lord uh dan mason uh, Lord yeah. Krill was his name in the film, and so he's he's like the snotty like emperor's son. He's like, nah, I want to rule the kingdom, and right, it, right. he's got the whole. He, here's what bothered me: I I know they're setting it up for a sequel. Sure, I get it, but at, so at the end, when the last starfighter defeats the uh, the Ryland battleship, and uh, now we die, <laughs> uh, the 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 snotty emperor's son uh, gets dragged away. They gets dragged away, uh, but then he knocks out his, his captors, takes back the, the royal scepter, which also has a protruding sword, because why not? Why not? And then climbs into a getaway capsule. Yeah, and it's announcing it the whole time. Getaway yeah, capsule that, has now been engaged. Yeah. <laughs> now, they drop it totally, and I have... I, I pretty much know the majority of the film, even though I only saw it back, you know, way back when. So I, I wasn't confused, or I wasn't like... Oh, th what's going to happen? But there was a part of me was like, "Come on, isn't there a part of the end when Alex comes to Earth and like he runs out of the bushes with with the with the uh, scepter, and like Beta comes out of nowhere and it's like waylays him? So I got him. 
you know what? Where where's where's the end for that? Well, don't set. And I I just felt like it was too. Like it's like they were like so dead sure. Yeah, we're gonna have a sequel. Oh yeah, we yeah. Need, we need a bad guy for the sequel. They so made enough money for a sequel, but I guess they just it never got optioned. I well here here's the deal. I think they realized that they that the graphics that they were using they just weren't ready to use. Yeah. Now here, here here's the big thing. The whole idea of the last Starfighter video game that he was playing. Atari was developed. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you, you you must know about this. It said it at the end of the credits that play the video game by Atari. Right. Atari was developing the video game. However, they didn't have polygons and shit like that yet. No. Right. The video game. Remember. Uh, that's why. That's why I'm really glad I rec- I chose this movie after War Games because remember War Games. I said that they're playing this nuclear war g- game and it's like it's all text based. Yeah, and then Holly's like, fucking Oregon Trail had better graphics. <laughs> this is just the opposite. You're watching this. is like, wow, video games are awesome. And then the real world's like, yeah, we can't do this shit. We, yeah, we, no, they, we they couldn't do that for another... Even when PlayStation came out, it didn't look that good. Right, so so Atari, they were like 75% of the way through developing it when they realized it was a lost fucking cause, and it was never released. Yeah, and the reason? Because they used several craze machines. Like, right. like hundreds of thousands of dollars per machine just to do this shit mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking craze machine yeah now if you google the last starfighter video game oh there's a whole people have like they, they've made it now oh really <laughs> like the, yeah like the, like the, the, i don't know if they're homemade or if there's a company that did it just for fun because obviously they don't have a copyright to it where but it if looks you like, it, like from the film yeah yeah oh, and like cool. and, and, and it looks like it has the same controllers, and it plays just like it. And and I think I saw somewhere that you can actually get a cop. Um, there's like a free Last Starfighter video game that plays just like the movie. Uh, I didn't out. look. I didn't look that much into it, but if you Google Starfighter video game, I would love to see the specs. You know, it's like uh, <laughs> Intel i5 core processor, four gig of RAM, DDR3. It's just like these are the minimum specs to play that thing. I would love to see the specs to play the Last Starfighter that they've done for now uh, or, oh, well, uh for the modern era uh if you go to uh roguesynapse.com apparently they have the last they, starfighter game really you can download the full version of the game is it free or you got to pay for it it's, uh, it's free because otherwise there'd be copyright laws since they didn't create the movie aha cool yeah now, no, I, I don't I know i might if, have to grab that i don't know if it works for all i know it's a fucking uh virus <laughs> but uh but the site it looks pretty old. It doesn't look like it's it's uh, new. So yeah. I got a feeling it's I, I got a feeling it's geek approved. Okay. So I mean that's something you could try out. Uh, maybe we'll give it a shot. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, but I, this movie was so far ahead of its time that like even like video games couldn't keep up with it. No. And he and it was, it was so far ahead of its time, it couldn't keep up with itself. This is true. It was yeah. a very, I mean, for a low-budget movie, it was very ambitious, and I think even the advertising campaign was very ambitious. They were like selling this like the next Star Wars. Sure, it was. A, it, it was a summer blockbuster. You know, uh, that was what they were going for. It came out in July. Yeah. Now, being a being a kid at the time, or was it eighty four? Eighty four. Yeah, like ten, eleven. I don't remember there being any negative feedback on the movie. I just remember seeing trailers everywhere and wanting to see it. 
Oh yeah. And then, Whit- Same and then here. Waiting for Cable. I, I didn't see it until it was on Cinemax, but and you know what? I honestly don't remember if I saw it in a theater or not. I might have. I did not see this in a theater. Um, I was actually thinking about that yesterday. That I remember every single movie I've seen in the theater, going all the way back to the very first movie I ever remember seeing, and that was E.T. back in 1982. Mm-hmm. I was only six years old. You know what? And I I I, I, ver- I vividly remember seeing that in the theater. I'm like you. I can usually pick out like, oh, I saw that in the theater, and I saw that in the theater. This is one where I I I'm almost positive I saw it as a video rental. Yeah. At the time? No, I saw this but, on Cinemax. That there, I did not see this in a theater. I know that as fact. But 84, we had video rentals by then, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. So I might have seen it as a video rental, but I... I yeah, I don't think I saw it in a theater. Because I know I saw Tron in the theater, and that came out before this. Oh, you right? You, oh, uh, yeah, it came out two years earlier, 82. Right. Yeah, no, I, saw, I saw Tron and E.T. at the same movie theater. So, oh wow, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, from like '82 to '84, I, I saw ET, I saw Jedi, I saw fucking Krull. <laughs> I, I I've told this short story uh, before, but I'm going to mention it again quickly since I mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, we saw ET at this theater, and it's, it's old days where the, the the lines would wrap around the theater. Yep. You know, back when you didn't before before oh. Google Plexes and all that. How the term and, blockbuster was created. Yeah, and then we went to see Tron, and people were, and they were ET was still in the theater, or it was re-released. Yeah, you know, I remember. That, I remember you mentioning then, this. Yep. Because yeah, back then they re-released films. They would go, "Oh, we're going to release that again because everyone loved it, and you can't get it anywhere." Uh, and uh, the guys, ticket people are coming down asking people what movie they want to see, so they, they can figure out if they have enough tickets left. And my, I remember my mother saying, "Well, if they sold out of Tron, we can see ET again." Oh. And I just remember, th- and all I remember thinking is, "I'm not." Ah, no way am I. I, I want to say fuck, but obviously I don't think I was saying fuck at that young. But just immediately my reaction was, there's no way I'm seeing fucking E.T. again. And, and no. I can I can tell, just from knowing your parents and my parents, their horrible movie choices and your parents being the same way, that your mom and your dad were probably genuinely excited that if Tron was sold out, my mother. My mother. Mo- it yeah. would be, oh, I'll oh, see, no, I'll so see E.T. again. I think, I, and I think she was just as resistant to see Tron as, as Holly is to see Tron again. <laughs> I think I said no, no. So, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm positive I didn't see this in the theater. Yeah. Yep. Uh, no, I know I didn't. I know for a fact. I'm actually looking. I'm on the numbers and uh, the website, the numbers, and I'm looking at all of the films that came out in '84, and uh, yeah, it's like I didn't see I didn't see any of these movies in a the theater. I don't think I saw a movie in 1984 in a movie theater. I don't know. I'm not looking. I'm not that interested. Iceman. Wow, that came out 84. April 13th, 1984. Iceman. Oh, wow. There's a gas station that I go to where the guy that runs uh, the pumps looks like the guy from Iceman. <laughs> where I'm just like, I'm like, you were frozen. Or- no, the guy that was frozen in ice. <laughs> And I'm like, you were frozen in ice not that long ago, weren't you? It's like you cut your hair, but you're st- it's still the same guy. <laughs> Every time I go get gas there, I'm like, damn, this guy. And I can't tell him that he looks like the guy from Iceman either. I don't know why, but that reminds me of Rip Torn in like like the first or second episode of um, Gary Shandling. Oh, the Larry Gary Sanders show? Larry, Larry Sanders. San- the Larry yeah. Sanders show where Rip Torn goes up to this woman and says, don't take this the wrong way. But I killed a man that looked just like you, you and Nam. 
and I'll do it again. Uh, <laughs> oh, I did see Ghostbusters. That came out in 1984. I did see that in a theater. I think that was the only thing I saw in a theater that year. I'm looking at everything else. I think I saw Ghostbusters. No, I don't think I saw, I saw Ghostbusters. Not only did I see Ghostbusters in a theater, but it w- my aunt was the one that took me to a lot of movies growing up. She was a very very big uh, film buff, and she loved film and cinema, uh, and she would always take me. She loved going to the movies, and she knew I loved movies, so it was a perfect match. So she would always take me to the movies, and I remember seeing in the newspaper that Ghostbusters was being re-released um, a few months or maybe a year after it had come out in 1984, so this might have been like 1985, and my aunt was telling me that Ghostbuster, it was Ghostbusters 2, and I'm looking at the newspaper and I'm showing her, I'm like, listen, this is not Ghostbusters 2, this is Ghostbusters, they're re-releasing it. I'm 10 years old. Nine, nine years old, and I'm telling my aunt, I'm like, who's like 35, I'm like, listen, this is not the sequel. And she's like, it is the sequel, I already bought the tickets, uh, we're going. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So we go there, and sure enough, it opens up on the library, I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> this is not the sequel. I mean, we watched it again, but like, enough already. You just scream, I hate you. No, no. <laughs> I just said, I told you this wasn't the sequel. Because what do you want to do? Do you want to stay? I'm like, yeah, I like this movie. We can stay. <laughs> but I oh, very shit. vividly remember it opening up, and I'm like, oh, of course, this is okay. not the sequel. What's up? Uh, um, just uh, Zor was Zor the name of the kid? Zor. Uh. The maybe. only reason I'm maybe. The only reason I'm asking is because I just glanced. I, I was looking for the um. The, uh, the rating of the film on IMDb, right. I just glanced at one of a random trivia and it says Robin Williams was offered the role of Zur, but passed. And oh, all wow. I can think of is the hologram head where you just said Robin Williams. is like, oh, shit. <laughs> how, how the fuck about that? That's fucking great. Um, yeah, Jesus. The only movie I saw in 1984 in a theater was Ghostbusters. I, it did nothing else. What was this rated? PG? It was PG. Yeah. You know what? I, I'll, I'll double check, but yeah, it's this, PG. Is, this is I mean, another just, one. Just the scene where the covers go back and he's like still kind of uh, developing into Alex. It's like that oh, gets a PG right there. That was mentioned in the uh, the, the, the uh, parents' guide oh, for the course. last Starfighter. Of course, it fucking was. Oh yeah, I, but, and I'm way, not challenging you to Starman, even though that scene reminded me just of Starman. By the way, IMDb. Uh, um, under uh, the parents' guide for elk, uh, for frightening or intense scenes, uh-huh. alien beings from other planets, not human-looking. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> but then under that, it mentions the whole thing you just mentioned with uh, with uh, Beta with the the, the white skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it looked slippery. <laughs> it looked like it should have been making that sound. Last entry under violence and gore. There is intensive space fighter combat with the heroes piling one fighter craft against whole squadrons of the enemy. That's that's just a description of the, the movie. I don't know. <laughs> how is that violence or gore? You don't see violence or gore. It's, it's what what are you talking about? You know what I do? I watch the movie before I let my kids watch it. I don't trust what some fuckhead wrote on IMDb. I watch it. It's like, you know what? 
Like, say, uh, for instance, Indiana Jones, the original Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh huh. I know that film, for the most part, my kids could watch, except for when their faces melt off at the end and they explode. I'm pretty sure one of my kids would end up with nightmares. They got one of them's got to hit double digits before they watch that. But I think, yeah. aside from the ending, they could absolutely watch that movie ninety-five percent of the way through. Yeah, sure. Even yeah. the scene in the beginning where, um, uh, the what you you give me the idol, I give you the whip. That guy, I can't. Yeah, I, he's a famous actor. Molina. I can't, Molina. Molina. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Alfred Molina. Um, the scene Doc where Ock. Doc Ock, right? Well, I could have named every other character he was in. I just couldn't remember his real name. I know. Chocolat. Uh, <laughs> the scene, he's dead, and, you know, Harrison Ford, Indy, he, he pulls him aside. He's, like, all fucking dead. He's really dead. <laughs> and he's got that face, like, you know, dead. They probably could see that scene, too. But the faces sure. melting, exploding at the end? Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, by the way, also, under violence and gore, the enemy bombards the base with hurled meteors. <laughs> while a traitor sabotages the base's defenses to allow the attack to destroy it. Again, that's battle. That's like that's yep. violence. There's, did you see dead bodies? No. Shut the fuck up, because the kid doesn't <laughs> see that. What what he they just described, you could see on a G.I. Joe cartoon. Exactly. Right. G.I. Joe. And you know, no again, no comeuppance for the uh for the, the person that planted that bomb too. The uh the one the alien with the big the big head with the visor. Oh, yeah, um Yeah, a lot of loose ends with little things like that. Like, yeah. oh yeah, they he, they sabotaged it. Uh but don't worry about it. <laughs> it's okay. I Yeah, I just uh but I guess, you know, and they knew kids wouldn't care. You know, they're not obsessive like us freaks. Right, they wouldn't care. Um, do we have much else to say about it? No. I mean, I mean there's like little nitpicky things. Like when they're, they're right now, they're at the fortress or the frontier, I mean. Yeah. And uh, each of those other, the enemy's fighters are perfectly spaced apart because it was done on a computer. Mm -hmm. And it could be. It's like, I don't care how accurate you are. They're not going to be that perfectly spaced apart. Well, they are if they all—they're all exerting the same energy force that's pushing them apart. Well, no, they have to, well, they all have to, they all have to give exact coordinates of being this exactly this far apart from each other. Not not, not if it's like a field where they're pushing away from each other because they'd be, all be exerting the exact same force, so they would all be the same distance away exerting the exact same force. Yeah, I think I think I'm your not, logic's flawed in that one. I don't, I'm I think not it, buying. I'm not buying it. I, you know what? I think it's because it was stop motion. That's why it worked that Fuck way. Fuck you! Did you did you did you did you look at the scene yet? No, I did no. not look at the scene yet. Yeah, you're going to look at that scene, and then you're going to you're going to apologize to me. I googled Total Recall stop motion, and I didn't get any images of that. That scene. does that, not fucking count in the it, least. It, it 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 makes me feel more confident in my assertion that there's no goddamn stop motion in that scene. I'm going to send you the scene. <laughs> I have the scene. I have the movie. I yeah. don't like the movie, but I have it. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, no, I'm going to find it on YouTube where it's just that scene, and you're going to see the part that I'm pointing out where it's Schwarzenegger's, like, clay fucking mation head. No, it was... It, I think the only stop motion is when Michael Ironside augers himself into uh, Sharon Stone. Uh-huh. I think that was stop motion there. So. Uh, uh, you, you do know what stop motion is, right? You know how that's filmed? 
Yeah, I've, 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 yes, okay, yes, good. I know what stop motion is. I, I understand the okay. concept. As long as, we, that's, as, that's, long, as long as we're clear on that. Yeah, that's that's why I'm telling you you're wrong because no, I know th- what that is. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> so the last Starfighter IMDb, you want to rate it? Yes, it's uh, currently a six point seven on IMDb with thirty one thousand votes, which is actually a lot, I think, for uh, a film like this. Um. Definitely not giving this a seven. No, but thank I, you. I, I I could I could go six on this. I think it's above average. I think I, f- I think five might be too low. Although, five, no, five, I think five is a little low. I think five is a little low too because I again I don't think there's anything wrong with the film as far as I I think it's a fun movie. I think it was probably hampered by its budget a bit and by the right. fact that CGI actually it's like I think the problem was the film was it's a CGI film but they didn't have CGI yet. Just because you're the yeah. first doesn't mean that counts. I, it's so it's it's like that's the only thing holding this movie back. I think from really being better, uh, but I can't. Yeah, there's I don't. For a family film, that's not taking itself seriously, I have a hard time like tearing this apart too much. Agreed. Um, yeah. Yeah. Six. I'm good with a six. Uh, me too. Six it is. And I can't wait to see what's going on here on a demographics. Uh, you know, ah, demographics get boring with some of these. What uh, is uh, the IMDb staff? Um, that's the uh, one that I'm most interested in most of the 6. time. 6.8. 11 of them have rated this. 6.8. 11. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this for, a for, a, for an 80s cult film that doesn't get much mention these days, uh, I think it's got a decent number of reviews. Lowest demographic... Uh, as far as like male, female, young, old, is uh, males under 18, 6.5. There's nine of them. No females under 18 have rated this film. Wow, none. Huh? So, yeah. So the myth of the uh, of the young geek girl, I think, is still a myth. Uh, <laughs> then the old, the highest demographic is is us. Uh, actually, no. Holy shit! The, the highest demographic is females aged 45 and over. They're seven point one. They beat out, uh, uh, no second female, older older women have voted this film higher than older men. No kidding. That's weird because uh, yeah, uh, it's seven point zero for females aged thirty to forty four. Seven point one for females over forty five. Our age bracket uh, is six point seven for males. Hmm. And and males older than us, unchanged six point seven. So that's weird. I, I it's. We're only talking like half a point difference, but yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. Now, oh, now, one thing we don't talk about often too is is like the age group that's gonna uh, that has the most views in this. Right. Like just, just age thirty to forty four, fifteen thousand people have reviewed it. Wow. 18, you go eighteen to thirty four, yeah. huh? Thirty to forty four. Oh, thirty to forty four, and it's eighteen thousand. Fifteen thousand. So basically, 15, every, every number it's half. opposite. Basically, none of the numbers you said, but yeah, 30 to 44, <laughs> 50,000. But then if you go to um, eight people aged 45 and over, 7,000. It's it's in half. Interesting. And then, yeah, so, it, but you got to figure if we were watching this when we were kids, adults went with us to watch it. They just don't give a shit about rating it. Yeah, I already know we can't upload this video to YouTube because YouTube charges $3 to, to watch it. Oh, definitely not. We'll have to do... This is going to be a slideshow. 
we'll we'll have we'll have to purposely do a slideshow for this. Okay, and yeah. I, I got to get back on that. I apologize. I've been slacking a bit. With oh no, job. that's fine. I I one of the things I said in my time off was I was going to do more of those, and I'm like, you know what? It's not every day that I get this much time off. So, Dude, I said the same thing about my unemployment. I was <laughs> like, I, I like that first week. I told Holly make a list because I'm going to be home all day every day. I was already working. I was like, and I'm this is going to be at least a month or two. I was unemployed three months. I got shit done. <laughs> well, you I know what? It, it depends on how you say that because you're like, I got shit done, meaning you got a lot of shit done. <laughs> you well, need a pause only, in there, I think. Out of all the stuff I was going to do in the kitchen, emphasize, I rebuilt the spice rack. Uh, <laughs> emphasize on the word shit. I got yeah. shit I had done. bursts of activity. <laughs> like one day I'd be like, oh, I'm going to do all this. But I, compared to what I should have gotten done in three months of unemployment, I did nothing. <laughs> so you say that it's like, but but then once you like once you have your days filled and you get the time off, it's like, well, now I got stuff to do, and then you actually do it. Yeah. But 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 before I was like, yeah, I did some laundry, but now I'm gonna play Fallout Four for five hours. <laughs> uh, I did a bunch of shit leading up to my uh, time off, like because you're I, preparing, you're crunching, right? But then when yeah. the, when you get the actual time. Well, I knew that once I had the time off, I was realistically not going to be doing a lot uh, anyway. And so, you were right. And I was right. So I got a ton of shit done leading up to the time off. And I'm glad I did, because once I have this time off, uh, I'm painting a whole bunch more stuff. Like the living room is getting painted, the dining room is getting painted, I'm redoing the the, now, main, the main bathroom. Now, let, now just, just to be fair, when I was unemployed for three months, I was in perfect health. You've been laid up because you had an operation on your foot. Yeah. So you shouldn't... I mean, but then that's no excuse for not getting shit done on the computer. So what the hell? Uh, no, I've been on my computer every day, but it's been for other things. Yeah. Like, I, oh, I like, oh, somebody... Uh, there is a Blu-ray of Electric Dreams now. I did not know that. Other things. I gotcha. Other things. Oh, I, I have to grab that Blu-ray, by the way. It's five gig, though. Uh, you know what? It's too much. Uh, I need it, a two and a half, three gig copy of that. I don't need a five gig copy of that. I want to see what it looks like restored. It, um, the two to three gig is going to look just as good. Trust me. Yeah, but I'm not. I don't want to wait. You don't want to wait. Uh, I'm sure it's going to look beautiful. I'm sure, it's going to sound beautiful. I'm sure it's going to have Dolby stereo uh, because it seemed like nothing was film uh, was shot in surround uh, thirty years ago. That wasn't something that was happening until the uh, late 80s, early 90s. You know, just take a look. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not true. They've remixed soundtracks. But back when films were made then, the soundtracks were, they were made for what, how the theaters were showing them. And in a lot of ways, it was just Dolby Surround or just Dolby Stereo. So they've remixed soundtracks, but... A lot of times, these companies that release these Blu-rays will just take the soundtrack and just leave it as is in Dolby Surround or Dolby Stereo. They won't remix it because they're not going to spend that extra money. Right. Um, some some companies, the major ones, like the big companies that release Blu-rays will. But like the Shout Factories and... Um, oh, what's the other big one? Uh, I forget their name. But companies like them... They won't, unless it's a really, truly special Blu-ray, they won't go out of their way to remix the surround sound. But, alright, so, 6.7, we gave it a 6. 
I'm totally happy with that. Um, my movie challenge to you. Now, like yeah. I said before, it's not RoboCop. Um, it's it's not uh, any of the other films that I mentioned. Uh, I didn't want to go that. I was for a short period of time thinking, you know, human goes to space. And I was thinking, all right, what about a movie about an alien coming to Earth? There's a few really bad ones. Oh, sorry. And even though it's a kid's film, I think we could have reviewed it. But I changed my mind only because of, uh, what was his name? Uh, Grid? Grip? Grip. Grig. 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 Dan or Hurley. He. Yes. He kept reminding me of this other character from this other film, which you actually mentioned earlier. Uh, if that, That'll be your, your big hint. Oh, no. Um, I was thinking Mac and Me, even though it's a kid's film, but it's such a legendary bad film that I was thinking, oh, okay, maybe I'll challenge him to Mac and Me. But I'm like, I cannot get Grig out of my mind. As long as it's not Space Camp, I'm okay. It's not Space Camp. You mentioned it earlier. <laughs> yeah, I know what it is now. You know what it is. Yeah, uh, Enemy Mine. It is en Enemy Mine. Because fucking Luke Gossett Jr. is fuck. It's... He fucking Grig. It's like the same... It's the only thing I kept thinking when I was watching this movie. I'm like, that's fucking Luke Gossett Jr. right there. That, that, that's it. That's the one. So that's so your challenge. Me. Enemy mine. Ooh, sorry. Excuse me. I made it real easy. But it's the only film I couldn't get out of my head the whole time I'm watching it. That'll be interesting, uh, the review. And uh, I haven't seen it in a long time. One of my favorite lines in the film is when Dennis Quaid goes to Lou Gossett Jr. Uh, and he's, and Dennis Quaid, I forget what the scene entailed, but Dennis Quaid just, uh, he says, what would you do without me? And Lou Gossett Jr. said, I'd be home. <laughs> <laughs> and I always loved that line. <laughs> wow, now, now we're getting to like, like classic. I think we're, we're moving away from like... Uh... It's a William Peterson film, too. We're, we're stuck in the 80s, but we're climbing the ladder of 80s films from crappy cult films or low-budget films to major releases. Correct. What, uh, no matter what the budget was. I mean, Star, Last Starfighter was a major, major release. Yes, War was. Games was a major release. Enemy Mine was a major release. Yeah, and Enemy this, Mine, I think right now it currently holds like, it's like 7 or 6.9 on IMDb right now. So it's it's highly rated. It's probably because of people's love for William Peterson, Wolfgang Peterson, for some reason. Uh, well, and you know, I'm I'm not going to get into it. Uh, Sci-fi. Uh huh. No, but no. uh. No, no, I'm just saying I'm not going to get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into it next week. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. <sighs> Is that it? That's it. <laughs> I'm done. Anyway, let's end this biatch. Okay. Uh, all right, good sir. Uh, yeah, thank you, everyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you, everyone, for joining us. As always, episode 252 of Movie Sucktastic. Uh, go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. I just renewed the URL, so we are. Maybe I can now figure out what's wrong with the website. <laughs> uh, it works for some browsers, it doesn't work for others. I don't have a problem with it, period, so it's hard to troubleshoot it. You do, do you have a problem on your machine with the on, website? On, on Chrome, yes. I have to open up an, an Edge. You do have a problem. Okay. I'm going to be over yeah. Saturday 
I'm gonna do a little troubleshooting. Oh, all right. We hanging a TV on Saturday. You want me to bring stuff? Uh. Or do you have everything we could? I just need to show up. Depends how how late you want to stay, but we we could if you want. Well, I know Mayor and the boys are coming back from the beach vacation on Saturday, so I definitely don't want to stay too late because, you know. You know what? Don't was not planning on it, but it, if uh, if if time for, per, permits, yeah, we'll try that. I haven't done it yet. All right. That could have been one of the things you did in the three months you were off. Yeah. <laughs> I bought the drill bit, so I got real close. Oh, there you go. Uh, all right, so you can listen to the show on our website. You can tune in live every Thursday and join us in reviewing the film. Uh, or you can download the show to your favorite MP3 player, whatever device, phone, however you like to listen. Right from the site works, too. Uh, you can go to iTunes. You can download the show there as well. Or you can listen to it. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. And everything that we post from trailers to when we go live to just movie news goes on there. So we highly recommend liking the Facebook page. Uh, you can go to our Tumblr page. It's uh, moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. You can email us. The address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. You can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. And you can download the Android app. That's 100% free. Everything I mentioned is in it. Uh, it's awesome tool. You can listen to it right from uh, your tablet or your phone, whatever you're using Android-wise. Uh, and it's free. So there's really no reason not to get it. And that's that's about it for me. Scott, Mr. Wilson, do you have yes. any words of wisdom? What do we do now? We die. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.